You ever think that your partner might be cheating? Ever want to know how to spy on them and find out? That's what we're talking about today at queenbeing.com. Let's get going. My name is Angie Atkinson and on this channel I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse in toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. If that sounds good to you, hit that subscribe button and let's get going. Do you suspect that your husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, narcissist might be cheating on you? If you do, you might be interested in getting proof. And despite the fact that you do have a number of different options, you might resort to spying on your cheating partner. When you're doing that, it's important to know what you're doing. For that reason, I'm gonna share you some helpful tips today, okay? So before outlining these tips, I want you to know that there is such a thing as professional help. You can hire a, prov uh, you know, a private investigator to follow and spy on your cheating partner for you. It's gonna be expensive, may or may not be worth it, but it is convenient and safer for most people. Although you might not wanna pay for something that you could do on your own, I just want you to know that that is an option you can consider. If you decide to spy on a cheating narcissist for yourself, you've got to maintain your distance. So when you follow them in your car, at a public place, like a shopping mall, Stay as far back as you can without losing them. And if you're seen, understand that you may find yourself being forced to confront the narcissist. Cheaters, narcissists who suspect they're being followed or caught, those people are likely to change their ways or at least the approaches they're taking. So you're not gonna get concrete proof if you, if you let yourself be known too early. Speaking of which, don't let the narcissist know that you think they're cheating until you have solid proof. Because like I just said, they might change the approaches they're taking, such as where they're meeting and stuff like that. So not letting them know that you know about their cheating is important because that's especially true if you're gonna use this information for like divorce proceedings or anything like that. You need to have concrete proof. So as important as it may be to catch a cheating partner in the act, it's also important not to put yourself in danger. Unfortunately, most cheaters will meet in not necessarily the best places. This is because a lot of them probably mistakenly think they won't run into anyone they know in that case. Always be aware of your surroundings. If you enter into an area that seems unsafe, make sure you just leave. Putting yourself in danger is not worth catching the cheater at that moment. Chances are you will probably have other safer opportunities to catch them in the act in the future, sadly. As important as it feels to catch your cheating partner in the act, it's just, again, it's really important not to put yourself in danger. Keeping your sanity and your safety <laughs> in mind, let someone know what you're doing. A trusted friend or family member, or I don't know, somebody in your span group if you need to be, if you want somebody that understands that isn't going to be over pushy with you. So you can join span at queenbing.com slash span if you're interested. But let someone know what you're doing. Let them know about your suspicions and your intent to spy because that way someone knows. If something would happen to you, they would have an idea of what might have happened. But you don't want something to happen to you. So if possible, bring someone with you if you have to do it by yourself or at least someone on the phone, maybe. If you don't want to tell anybody, leave a note in your house or wherever you know someone will find it just to be safe. It might seem like you're going overboard, but you can honestly not be too careful when it comes to cheating, unfamiliar areas, and relationships. We all know that's where a lot of the unfortunate crimes that happen, happen. So when you're spying on your cheating partner, especially when you're married to, it's important to document everything. If you're going to use the affair in your divorce proceedings, there's just nothing like having proof and there's no such thing 
as too much proof. So get the license plate number that if you can of the person that you think they're cheating with. Write down all the meeting locations, take pictures, use video if you can until you decide to confront your significant other with proof, keep it in a safe place like a safety deposit box. If you decide to spy on your cheating partner, these points that we just talked about are just a few of the many that you're gonna to wanna to take into consideration. So if you find it too difficult or too dangerous, don't forget, you can get a private investigator. It could be expensive, but it could be worth it depending on the reason that you need to know the information. So next thing we're gonna talk about is how cheaters use the internet to seek new romance because unfortunately in these day, this day and age, this is what they're doing. If you're in a toxic relationship with a narcissist, you're probably worried about cheating. Cheating is something that as victims and survivors of narcissistic abuse, we're all too familiar with, right? You might've been cheated on in the past and you may have known someone else who has been, or maybe you just fear cheating because you've heard so many things about it in the media. Everybody carries around a phone these days. Everybody acts like it's our lifeline to the world. I'm not like excluded from that. I do it too. Sure, it's a lifeline to the world, but it's also kind of a death to our relationships if we're not careful. Even those of us who aren't dealing with abusers still have concerns about those things. So when mobile and internet technology is so amazing and awesome, makes our lives so much easier in a bazillion different ways, it also offers a new and quite effective way for not so devoted partners, such as our narcissists, to find people to cheat on us with, not to mention ways to keep it from us. Oh yeah, obviously if you suspect that your partner is cheating on you, you also suspect that they're probably using the internet to do it or at least to facilitate it. Why? Because obviously the internet makes it so easy. You know, there are entire websites devoted to cheating. Y'all heard about the Ashley Madison thing, right? Yeah, unfortunately for them, and luckily for you, you can sometimes find the information on the computer or on the phone. Now, as for how men and women use the internet to seek romance online, there are a number of different approaches people take. One of them, of course, of course is just plain old social networking websites, Facebook, you know, Twitter, things like that. Of course, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, I can go on. What's important to know is that social networking spaces, you know, like, Facebook and stuff like this have obviously, we already know this, increased over the past few years. Uh, just because your partner uses a social networking website though, it doesn't mean that they're cheating because everybody uses them these days. You have to be careful of profiles you can't see or act, you know, ex-girlfriends or people you don't know, especially people, ex-boyfriends, whatever. Anybody that you don't know of the opposite sex or you can't figure out where they're connected to could be somebody to worry about. Dating websites are also how a lot of people cheat on the internet. They're more risky than social networking websites for obvious reasons. So if you know that your narcissist is using an online dating site, they obviously have the intention of actually meeting another person. When the affair stops becoming just an emotional f affair and then it often becomes a physical affair. Now for me personally, I'm not even okay with an emotional affair in my relationship, but if that's something you're, you're fine with, well, <laughs> okay. But I am guessing that you're not fine with it. So if you ever find that your partner is using an online dating website, just know they're intending to cheat on you if they're not already cheating on you. That's a real simple way to figure that out. Obviously the internet does not make it easier for everything, but it kind of does, especially it makes it easier for cheaters to start new romances online. It also makes it easy to catch a cheater online if you know what you're doing. So obviously you can check your internet browser history if you're using the same computer, course, nowadays people are signing in and signing out uh, on the different computers. So if you don't know the password, that might be a red flag, but not always. If you're married to an IT person, they might not 
share the passwords easily, I don't know. You can check the history of the browser if, using, if you have access to their computer. You can check their phone history. You can check what they're looking at on Facebook, things like that. You can get a keylogger program. You can use parental control stuff. Well, look, if you think your partner is communicating with someone through um, email or chat room sessions, well, you might be able to see exactly what they're saying through a keylogger, okay? Uh, they can be expensive, but they can provide you with the kind of proof that you need. You can always take a more direct approach too. If your partner's using the computer and acting secretive about it, you can just demand to see what they're looking at. So you can walk over to the computer and immediately, you know what, can I, can I use that for a minute? And then just look at the computer's internet history right then. This can give you what you need to see that they've been looking at, you know, what, what they've been looking at online before giving them time to cover their tracks. Of course, the fact of the matter is that it's unlikely if you're dealing with a narcissist that you're gonna be able to just move them out of their chair, right? We all know that. So how do we use the internet to catch a cheating spouse? If you know or think that your spouse is, is, is cheating on you, there are a lot of different ways. Use the internet to your advantage. It makes it relatively easy for people to develop, as we already talked about, to develop online affairs and potentially more than online affairs. When it comes to doing this though, you might not even know where to begin. So if you don't consider yourself to be computer savvy, the whole process is probably feeling pretty helpless right now. The good news is that you can catch a cheating spouse online and you might be able to do it in a few simple steps depending. Visit all the websites that, that, that you know of that they have email accounts on. Even if you don't have an, a password to get into the account, there are certain things that you can still do. So like most websites like Yahoo and Hotmail will automatically, you know, we already know, log, websites will save the email address, they will even save it so you can log in. So if your partner's main email is the one that, you know, if you've checked that, it's fine. You know, they may have multiple accounts, and so that's a good way for you to check. Because like if you have, if you go in the box and you click inside the box to log in, it'll often show you a drop down of the different accounts that have logged into it. All right, something to think about. And that's if you're sharing a computer, of course. Internet history is a possibility. Most computers allow you to check the websites that were visited within the last week or the last day by opening up a new window. You know, look for porn sites, look for internet dating sites, etc. Be suspicious if there's nothing. That means somebody's been cleared the, clearing the history. Remember that cheaters research ways, especially online, to not get caught. So clearing the internet history, good sign. If you suspect they're cheating, there are a couple different approaches you can take. Obviously talk to them if you can. If you found the proof, show them the proof. Then you're going to need to decide together where your relationship wants to go. If you do decide to work on your relationship, you can remember that they know now that, that you know what they're doing online, and that which may or may not be a good thing. Another one of your options is to use parental controls. <laughs> Treating your spouse like a teenager could incite them a little anger, especially in a narcissist. So it's kind of a difficult spot. There's nothing worse than them knowing that they have been because it makes your life so much harder. So we've talked before about should you confront the spouse. Well, confront the cheater only if you think it will benefit you in some way and if you have concrete proof. When you're looking to confront someone like this, you can do it whenever you want to. Like if you're ready to do it, you know it's going to be okay, go ahead and do it. But I suggest that you don't waste your breath unless you absolutely need to tell them because when you're, coming, when you're talking to a narcissist, they'll either deny it or they'll say, hell yeah, I've been cheating and I'm leaving it for this person or they'll make you feel bad about yourself even asking and y'all know what I'm talking about they'll twist it around they'll do the narcissistic flip and somehow you'll be apologizing for having even found the information and then you'll be in a terrible place don't jump the gun if you're gonna confront them understand what your proof is that you have understand that if you do choose to forgive your cheating spouse of a narcissist <laughs> 
or cheating narcissist, you may also want to end the relationship, even if you forgive them. Because the fact of the matter is, it might not ever feel the same to you again. And so unless you're ready to start divorce proceedings, sometimes it's best not to say anything and just keep the proof in your hand and give it to your attorney. Most men and women will tell you that they feel more comfortable with more peace of mind when they're able to get their life in order before they spring a divorce. So if you can do it, do it. Just make sure if you're going to leave that you have all of your affairs in order and you're ready to roll before you ask for a divorce. Make sure your finances are in control if you can. Do whatever you need to do to prepare yourself if you're going to leave a cheating narcissist. And I've got other videos on that I'll try to link to. I'm going to wrap up for now, but if you'd like me to talk more about this, I've got tons and tons of information I could share with you about finding stuff on the internet and looking around and, and, and determining who's cheating on you. If you are interested in my sharing more information about this, tell me in the comments below. Now it's time for the question of the day. And the question of the day is, have you been cheated on? Have you had to find out for yourself that a narcissist is cheating on you? And what did you do to discover that? Share your comments below to help other survivors figure out their own situation. All right, I'm going to wrap up for now. I'll see you tomorrow for another video. Have a wonderful evening. As always, thanks for being a part of my day and a part of my life. And hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. I'll see you soon. It's my mission to teach others what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. Take care of your body. Take care of your soul. Nurture the real you and introduce him or her to the world. Be comfortable in your own skin and in your place in this world. Take your spot. Take it now. And the universe will take its cue from you. You feel me? If so, subscribe to my channel. Let's get it done together.